Section 24 of Micrographia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Micrographia by Robert Hooke. Section 24. Observation 19 of a plant growing in the blighted or yellow specks of damask rose leaves, bramble leaves, and some other kind of leaves. I have, for several years together, in the months of June, July, August, and September, when any of the green leaves of roses begin to dry and grow yellow, observed many of them, especially the leaves of the old shrubs of damask roses, all bespecked with yellow stains, and the undersides just against them to have little yellow hillocks of a gummous substance, and several of them to have small black spots in the midst of those yellow ones which, to the naked eye, appeared no bigger than the point of a pin, or the smallest black spot or tittle of ink one is able to make with a very sharp pointed pen. Examining these with a microscope, I was able plainly to distinguish, up and down the surface, several small yellow knobs of a kind of yellowish-red gummy substance, out of which I perceived there sprung multitudes of little cases, or black bodies like seed-cods, and those of them that were quite without the hillock of gum, disclosed themselves to grow out of it with a small straw-colored and transparent stem, the which, seed and stem, appeared very like those of common moss, which I elsewhere describe, but that they were abundantly less, many hundreds of them being not able to equalize one single seed-cod of moss." I have often doubted whether they were the seed cods of some little plant, or some kind of small buds, or the eggs of some very small insect. They appeared of a dark brownish red, some almost quite black, and of a figure much resembling the seed cod of moss, but their stalks on which they grew were of a very fine transparent substance, almost like the stalk of mold, but that they seemed somewhat more yellow. That which makes me to suppose them to be vegetables is for that I perceived many of those hillocks bare or destitute, as if those bodies lay yet concealed, as g. In others of them they were just springing out of their gummy hillocks, which all seemed to shoot directly outwards, as at a. In others, as at b, I found them just gotten out, with very little or no stalk, and the cods of an indifferent size but in others, as C, I found them begin to have little short stalks or stems. In others, as D, those stems were grown bigger and larger, and in others, as at E, F, H, I, K, L, etc., those stems and cods were grown a great deal bigger, and the stalks were more bulky about the root and very much tapered towards the top, as at F and L is most visible." I did not find that any of them had any seed in them, or that any of them were hollow, but as they grew bigger and bigger, I found those heads or cods begin to turn their tops towards their roots, in the same manner as I had observed that of moss to do, so that in all likelihood nature did intend in that posture what she does in the like seed-cods of greater bulk, that is, that the seed, when ripe, should be shaken out and dispersed at the end of it, as we find in columbine cods and the like. The whole oval, O-O-O-O, in the second figure of the twelve scheme, represents a small part of a rose-leaf about the bigness of the little oval in the hillock, C, marked with the figure X, in which I have not particularly observed all the other forms of the surface of the rose-leaf, as being little to my present purpose. Now, if these cods have a seed in them so proportioned to the cod, as though of pinks and carnations and columbines and the like, 
How unimaginably small must each of those seeds necessarily be? For the whole length of one of the largest of those cods was not one five-hundredth part of an inch, some not above one one-thousandth, and therefore certainly very many thousand of them would be unable to make a bulk that should be visible to the naked eye. And if each of these contain the rudiments of a young plant of the same kind, what must we say of the pores and constituent parts of that? The generation of this plant seems in part ascribable to a kind of mildew or blight, whereby the parts of the leaves grow scabby or putrefied, as it were, so as that the moisture breaks out in little scabs or spots which, as I said before, look like little knobs of a red gummous substance. From this putrefied scab breaks out this little vegetable, which may be somewhat like a mold or moss, and may have its equivocal generation much after the same manner, as I have supposed moss or mold to have, and, to be a more simple and uncompounded kind of vegetation, which is set a-moving by the putrefactive and fermentative heat, joined with that of the ambient aerial, when, by the putrefaction and decay of some other parts of the vegetable, that for a while stayed its progress, it is unfettered and left at liberty to move in its former course, but by reason of its regulators, moves and acts after quite another manner than it did when a coagent in the more compounded machine of the more perfect vegetable. And from this very same principle, I imagine the mistletoe of oaks, thorns, apple trees, and other trees to have its original. It's seldom or never growing on any of those trees till they begin to wax decrepit and decay with age and are pestered with many other infirmities. Hither also may be referred those multitudes and varieties of mushrooms, such as that called juiciers, all sorts of gray and green mosses, etc., which infest all kind of trees, shrubs, and the like, especially when they come to any bigness. And this we see to be very much the method of nature throughout its operations, putrefactive vegetables very often producing a vegetable of a much less compounded nature and of a much inferior tribe, and putrefactive animal substances degenerating into some kind of animal production of a much inferior rank and of a more simple nature. Thus we find the humors and substances of the body upon putrefaction, to produce strange kinds of moving vermin, the putrefaction of the slimes and juices of the stomach and guts produce worms, almost like earthworms, the wheels and children's hands produce a little worm called a wheelworm, the blood and milk and other humors produce other kinds of worms, at least if we may believe what is delivered to us by very famous authors, though I confess I have not yet been able to discover such myself." And whereas it may seem strange that vinegar, meal, musty casks, etc., are observed to breed their differing kinds of insects, or living creatures, whereas they, being vegetable substances, seem to be of an inferior kind, and so unable to produce a creature more noble or of a more compounded nature than they themselves are of, and so without some concurrent seminal principle may be thought utterly unfit for such an operation." I must add that we cannot presently positively say there are no animal substances, either immediately, as by the soil or fattening of the plant from whence they sprung, or more immediately, by the real mixture or composition of such substances joined with them. 
or perchance some kind of insect in such places where such kind of putrefying or fermenting bodies are may by a certain instinct of nature eject some sort of seminal principle which cooperating with various kinds of putrefying substances may produce various kinds of insects or animate bodies for we find in most sorts of those lower degrees of animate bodies that the putrefying substances on which these eggs seeds or seminal principles are cast by the insect become as it were the matrices or wombs that conduce very much to their generation and may perchance also to their variation and alteration much after the same manner as by strange and unnatural copulations several new kinds of animals are produced as mules and the like which are usually called monstrous because a little unusual though many of them have all their principal parts as perfectly shaped and adapted for their peculiar uses as any of the most perfect animals if therefore the putrefying body on which any kind of seminal or vital principle chances to be cast becomes somewhat more than merely a nursing and fostering helper in the generation and production of any kind of animate body the more near it approaches the true nature of a womb the more power will it have on the by-blow it encloses but of this somewhat more in the description of the water gnat perhaps some more accurate inquiries and observations about these matters might bring the question to some certainty which would be of no small concern in natural philosophy but that putrefying animal substances may produce animals of an inferior kind I see not any so very great a difficulty, but that one may, without much absurdity, admit, for as there may be multitudes of contrivances that go to the making up of one complete animate body, so that some of those coadjutors, in the perfect existence and life of it, may be vitiated, and the life of the whole destroyed, and yet several of the constituting contrivances remain entire, I cannot think it beyond imagination or possibility no more than that a like accidental process as i have elsewhere hinted may also be supposed to explicate the method of nature in the metamorphosis of plants and though the difference between a plant and an animal be very great yet i have not hitherto met with any so cogent an argument as to make me positive in affirming these two to be altogether heterogeneous and of quite differing kinds of nature and besides as there are many zoophytes and sensitive plants diverse of which i have seen which are of a middle nature and seem to be nature's transition from one degree to another which may be observed in all her other passages wherein she is very seldom observed to leap from one step to another so have we in some authors instances of plants turning into animals and animals into plants and the like and some other very strange because unheeded proceedings of nature something of which kind may be met with in the description of the water gnat though it be not altogether so direct to the present purpose but to refer this discourse of animals to their proper places i shall add that though one should suppose or it should be proved by observations that several of these kinds of plants are accidentally produced by a casual putrefaction I see not any great reason to question but that notwithstanding its own production was as twere casual yet it may germinate and produce seed and by it propagate its own 
that is, a new species. For we do not know, but that the omnipotent and all-wise Creator might as directly design the structure of such a vegetable, or such an animal, to be produced out of such or such a putrefaction, or change of this or that body, towards the constitution or structure of which he knew it necessary, or thought it fit to make it an ingredient, as that the digestion or moderate heating of an egg, either by the female, or the sun, or the heat of the fire, or the like, should produce this or that bird, or that putrefactive and warm steam should, out of the blowings, as they call them, that is, the eggs of a fly, produce a living maggot, and that, by degrees, be turned into an aurelia, and that, by a longer and a proportioned heat, be transmuted into a fly." Nor need we, therefore, to suppose it the more imperfect in its kind than the more compounded vegetable or animal of which it is a part, for he might as completely furnish it with all kinds of contrivances necessary for its own existence, and the propagation of its own species, and yet make it a part of a more compounded body, as a clockmaker might make a set of chimes to be a part of a clock, and yet, when the watch part or striking part are taken away, and the hindrances of its motion removed, this chiming part may go as accurately, and strike its tune as exactly, as if it were still a part of the compounded automaton. So, though the original cause or seminal principle from which this minute plant on rose-leaves did spring, were, before the corruption caused by the mildew, a component part of the leaf on which it grew, and did serve as a coagent in the production and constitution of it, yet might it be so consummate as to produce a seed which might have a power of propagating the same species. The works of the Creator seeming of such an excellency, that though they are unable to help to the perfecting of the more compounded existence of the greater plant or animal, they may have, notwithstanding, an ability of acting singly upon their own internal principle, so as to produce a vegetable body, though of a less compounded nature, and to proceed so far in the method of other vegetables as to bear flowers and seeds, which may be capable of propagating the like, so that the little cases which appear to grow on the top of the slender stalks may, for aught I know, though I should suppose them to spring from the perverting of the usual course of the parent vegetable, contain a seed which, being scattered on other leaves of the same plant, may produce a plant of much the same kind." nor are damask rose leaves the only leaves that produce these kinds of vegetable sproutings for i have observed them also in several other kinds of rose leaves and on the leaves of several sorts of briars and on bramble leaves they are oftentimes to be found in very great clusters so that i have found in one cluster three four or five hundred of them making a very conspicuous black spot or scab on the back side of the leaf End of section. 24.